So, Tom, what do you call that when a bunch of penguins fight over some ice cream? I wouldn't know, Sam. It's a cold war. That's a good joke. Thank you. All right, guys, welcome back to the Jobless Students podcast. I'm Mohammed. I'm Tom. I'm Sam. Now, with the, the recent <coughs> scare of World War Three we had earlier on this year, which has now been overshadowed by the coronavirus, uh, we thought it'd be appropriate to talk about, you know, the nature of war and how it's evolved over the years. More specifically, the future of warfare. What kind of things are we looking at in the future? What kind of crazy ideas are people speculating about? Yeah. So let's take it right back to the beginning of war. So what has war been based around in the past, guys? Well, I think war has always been around resources and power, those two things. And I think probably it's power because you get power from resources. It's always just been about, you know, it's it's just like small scale. Uh, I punch Sam so that Please, no. he doesn't mess around with me. So you Big scale, I invade uh, Poland. And so you say it's all behind individualistic power? Yeah, well, I think that power can be translated into, like, bigger things. You know, like, I've, you know, you can feel powerful as an individual and you can feel powerful because you're leading a powerful country. Mm. Well, a, a country could be considered an individual on a global scale, I suppose. So then, how would you fit this into civil wars? Um, well, again, it's just power, power for the country. Because yeah, well, you want your side to be stronger. I don't know. Um, so there's, so there's the, the, oppressed, but the oppressed people don't want to be stronger as such. They just want to, you know, have fair treatment. Yeah. Okay. So people, people fight over ideals, uh, particularly religious. <coughs> oh yeah. I think about that. Okay. Yeah. So Tom's argument was based around how it's all about power. Then how do you go about the argument that it's for about religion as well? Well, uh, I guess religion, uh, it, there's power of individual and then power of organisation, and that organisation could be a country, it could be an, you know, an idealistic yeah, group, exactly. it could be a religion. So would you say they're fought under three things, power, resources, and um, religion? Well, power and resources, even. I think to sum it up, pretty... power and I- ideals. Power and ideals. Yeah, you know, I, I, I genuinely think that whatever, like, this group of people is bad so I will do my best to get rid of them and that might not even be a power th- well, I mean, obviously, but I think a lot of it links back to power but if you want to be a bit less niche then yeah I think I'd put ideals in there as well yeah yeah. and so in the past um, what sort of resources have been fought over is this an interview man <laughs> oil you want to you contribute well I'd say you know in the in the in the, going back to stone ages it would be stuff like I don't know not even stone ages but in the past you know control over fields you know Grain, <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, oh, the Vikings. Yeah, Vikings, that kind of Lindisfarne. thing. Lindisfarne. 793. 793, hell yeah. Or, uh, top top GCC history. We did GCC history. And um, sort of, the thing is, there wasn't that much fighting over resources until, say, the 1500s or so. Would you not say? No, with, no, with, no. with the beginning There's of Cold War, been Empire. fighting over resources. Just resources changed. Like the Vikings, they were still in the 700s or 800s, more likely. Um, you know, wanted more arable land, better better farming land. The resource has always been right up there. But I think what's something more interesting to look at is what how resources? it's changed. No, no, no. Like, how, how, they've, how they've gone about fighting. How they've gone about fighting. Well, I think, that's, I think that's, the resources that's, that's military technology, then. Yeah. yeah so I think it's, you're talking like the technology of warfare. Yes. I think it's, I think it's what's good. It's what's cool to look at. Mm-hmm. So, so in the Stone Age, you have, like, you know, Big burly men coming at each other with with, with um, pickaxes and 
and um, I don't know they had pickaxes in the Stone Age. Or spearheads and how did they mine no. stone without pickaxes? Exactly. You need a wooden pickaxe. Wait, what? To mine stone. <laughs> exactly. What? Have you never played Minecraft, Tom? Well, you see, I was going to, but uh, I got a virus. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm still Sam's story. <laughs> soft and this is what we call a callback. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we call it in the biz. That's what we call a callback. Yeah, um, you know, like the Stone Ages, they had their clubs and their rocks and whatnot. Um, you move on to things like swords. I saw a thing once, I can't remember what it was, but it was like a humans only come up with, a, like, humans have only ever invented, like, two things, like the sword and something else. What about the wheel? Yeah, that's like the sword and the wheel, like everything phones. else from that, <laughs> just to follow on. I don't think that's a very good quote to him. <laughs> <laughs> like, how well, I know, but I think we've gone from hitting each other with rocks to I don't single know. bombs that are capable of taking out entire cities. And we still do hit each other with rocks. I mean, have you been to the playground recently? <laughs> No, but like yeah. these kids, Violence. good times. It's it's the same principles, just applied though, isn't it? Like, war is bad. That's my that's uh, my philosophical well, message. Thanks, thanks. So that's You're the really other that's the other foot logic. Yeah, if you guys are in a war, just just stop it. Okay, yeah. guys, yeah. have we just created world peace here? <laughs> just, just just quit it, Trump. Like, if you're listening to me, you know, just so 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 we had stones and clubs, right? And yeah. then we went on to swords. Yeah. Bows. Bows and arrows. As I mean, you watch the Chinese discovered gunpowder very early on. Well, interestingly, I, I watched this documentary. Oh, it was it was quite a long time ago, so I don't remember exactly. Um, but full medieval plate armor, right, was um, pretty tough. Uh, and when it uh, at its peak uh, of effectiveness, it could actually deflect bullets. This was from uh, yeah. early, I mean, early gunpowder weapons. It was steel, wasn't it? No, well, steel, no, steel, steel was very late. Yeah, but it, it was, it was treated to be as uh, like effective as possible. Now, this stuff was largely... like It was super, super expensive to make a full set of this armour that was resistant to bullets, and I doubt it ever saw actual action, but people like the king would probably have a set. And it, it was... It, it's very... It, it's the ones with, like... It's got almost a pointed stomach... So it's quite oh, it's designed to deflect. It's quite not bullets. So, so, well, not uh, bullets, but yeah, arrows, it, it deflects bullets, which is, which is really... At crazy. the point of that creation of that set of armour, I think you're very much at a crossroads between the old form of, you know, swords and yeah, armour to, to guns and bullets. I mean, the, but like, I, I, I feel like we kind of stagnant. We, we peaked for a long time at swords and shields. Like, you know, we didn't until Brits started using gunpowder in well, the interesting. Well, 14th, 15th I mean, century. They used cavalry charges in the First World War. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, an, um, there's an old Islamic prophecy saying that the final wars in the world will be fought with swords and, and a hand-to-hand kind of thing. Is that what I think, because Omar told me about, um, there's like a, a race of people like trapped in between a mountain. Yeah, yeah. It's, you get, not not to get into that too much, but they said the final wars in the world will be fought with swords and hand to hand. Oh yeah. So recently, people have begun to think there'll be a nuclear war beforehand, right? That will oh, bring like people a, back to Stone Age. Like dystopian. Yeah, because okay, this is going. That's what that's, this, that's what people are suggesting. Could be yeah, the case so now, this right? is moving into the future, right? What I've seen more and more of, right? If you see, especially like in the sixties, everyone thought that oh, it's all going to be nuclear war and all that kind of thing, mm. right? But recently, in the insurgencies in places like Iraq, Afghanistan, and stuff, right, it's been very much you know quite close quarters combat, boots on the ground. Yeah, that kind of thing. And and um, we we always thought that in the past that that these things would be gone by by in the future because the progression we were seeing was. Um, 
people getting further and further away from each other as they were fighting. So in the medieval ages, you have swords and that kind of thing. But then in the First World War, you've got guns and you've got trenches further apart from each other. Then into the Second World War, you've got planes flying over and then going further and further. But then now we've seen in these insurgencies... Well, the issue is twofold, well, threefold, really. I mean, one, if you nuke someone who's got a nuke, you're going to get, you know, backstabbed, stabbed back. Uh, two, you don't want to destroy resources... That you know, if you're on a conquest to get something, you can't exactly bomb it to get rid of it. And no, if but you destroy the infrastructure war, war nowadays, it's I think is less about resources. Although I guess you know, because you still have America going for yeah, oil, the oil stuff. Well, uh, I mean, officially it was never about that. They were, oh yeah, know, officially they were fighting they were, for freedom. They were fighting for freedom. You know, just the yeah, good old course. Americans fighting for freedom. Capitalism. We love Bush here on the pod. And then also, well, you've got the issue of if you nuke a country, like people are going to be pretty upset everywhere. <laughs> if, everyone in the world is. If be you upset. nuke a country, people are going to be pretty upset. Well, they will be. They'll I think be they're going to be a bit more than upset, Sam. I think they're going to be pretty no, dead. They'll be sort of. <laughs> mo- no, 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 by no, 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 no means. People around the world will be mildly in, Regardless, I think <laughs> mildly irritated. No, no, but I feel like you know people talk a lot about like the, the problems with like Trump in China and Russia and North Korea. I think even if Trump nuked China, there'd be a lot of people like that was well out of order. So. <laughs> to, um, talk about um, talk about the future of warfare. Yeah, so uh, as you were saying with the whole nuking thing, right? I think now. I mean, I was looking at sort of um, uh, uh, opinion polls uh, over the last few years, right? And in the nineteen sixties and seventies and even the eighties, uh, the the issue of nuclear um, nuclear weapons was very much a valence issue. But now this. Uh, <laughs> Very much a war issue. A valence issue. A what? But Sam and I are laughing because our politics teacher says that <laughs> a lot. But uh, a valence. A valence issue. That's an issue where yeah, it's, it's kind of hotly debated and it divides people into no, certain wrong. categories. So no, controversial. You're, no, you're wrong, Mohammed. Valence issues are issues that people broadly agree on. Wedge issues. Wedge are issues. Ones that people disagree on. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, right. if, if Mammon's got that wrong, how much else have we gotten wrong? <laughs> so Maybe uh, everything we've ever said in the podcast <laughs> is wrong. So <laughs> basically, true. it's a wedge. It's been a wedge issue in the past. So people that want nuclear disarmament voted Labour, and then people that didn't want nuclear disarmament voted Conservative, and that very much well, became what about the Green Party. Oh, we don't care about the Greens, but um, that very much now has become a. Um, it's become sort of something a valence issue now. People generally across the spectrum want nuclear armament and it's not something which is greatly contested in, in elections so I think the idea that um, the idea of like uh, nuclear war is not something people want but it's not something people don't want the potential I for either I don't think that's really true I, <laughs> I think it's more that people feel protected when they've got you know no one's ever likely to use a nuke I think but in case they do, they're not going to use it against someone. No who one wants to be. Him. No one wants to be the unarmed. You know. Yeah, exactly. No one. No one wants to be the guy with a knife in a room full of like people with guns. In a Mexican standoff, if you've got no gun pointed at no one's head, you're the the weakest person in that position, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but I don't know. I disagree with that. I mean, have you guys ever like looked at game theory? Yeah. Yeah, that that kind of idea that like actually, if everyone in the world was cooperative. You know, you'd get a lot more done. Like, oh, but every that's a big if. Yeah, huh? You're talking about the YouTube channel. It's a big if, though. <laughs> it's it's just game. You, you, you know the game thing I'm talking about, don't you? No. I think the the thing is, it, it takes and, one. Um, it takes one state to go to go out of line, 
and the whole thing just falls into absolute. Yeah, but the the the, the what what game theory? One of the things game theory talks about um, through a lot of like thought experiments and also using maths as well um, is this idea that doing something because you think the other person's going to do it too doesn't like doesn't really benefit. But that's the yeah. thing. I mean, that's what we talked no, about no, in the no, last no. episode as well. But like, like um, sort of crowd behaviour and that kind of thing. Like, if you're going to throw a punch because you think the other person's going to throw a punch. And we know that's not a good thing, but people still do it. It's in our nature. It's, yeah, but I, I, I think human nature can be changed and adapted. Really? Wow. I disagree. How, how do you think that human nature can be changed and adapted? Well, I mean, we don't act like cavemen anymore. We still have wars. We do still have wars. Some things are very difficult to get out. But I, I think it's important that as, you know, society moves on to the future, we start finding other ways to do it. I was talking it's to... It's easy to say never again. Yeah, it is easy to say never again. And yeah, it happens all the time. I was talking to a Sean Wright, resident fan of the show. Uh, we love you. We Sean. love you, Sean. Yeah. No, I don't. Okay, well, me and my S- love Sam Sean. doesn't love anything or anyone. <laughs> uh, I love myself sometimes. I love you too, Sean. No, Sam. <laughs> uh oh. That's cool. Oh, dear. Oh, God. I was talking to Sean Wright. Take your hand, resident Sam's fan. Fire, Tom. Resident fan of the show. And he was talking about how these massive scale wars that we've seen are going to be very unlikely to be seen in the future as people move more and more towards automated warfare. So, you know, we, we've seen, like, the gun drones. You can actually stick a, a gun on a drone now and it will just fly around and just shoot whoever you decide to press on. Like, um, Mamid, you found that. You read that Telegraph article, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I was, I was, um, I was reading the, the Telegraph uh, this morning, right? And I found a very... Um, a very uh, in- interesting um, part, section, and it said that, I'll get the picture, I took a picture of it, I was, I was so astounded by this headline, actually, I took a picture of it, and, um, oh, let me get it up right here, guys. Oh, hurry up, Mohammed. It was, um, military to try out a simulator based on battle game Fortnite. Now, this is interesting in two ways. One, because it's partially fake news. Because, um, as me and Tom were discussing earlier, that they only uses the, the engine of Fortnite. No, I think they were trying to base it off of the game. It was just based on virtual reality. Well, uh, was it? Yeah, but the game engine's not really exclusive to Fortnite. It was yeah. sort of missing. Because I, I think if you were going with a game engine for military simulations, there are yeah. probably more accurate ones than that. I know in the past militaries have used video games or video game engines. Um, yeah. I mean, but, um, secondly, that um, it's, it's very much what Tom's talking about, the, the automation of it. So now instead of practicing with, you know, target ranges, they're practicing with video games and Fortnite. Well, that brings me on to a, a fun story. Well, more of a point yeah, story. Yeah, please maybe. tell us your point story. So a few years ago, of I had this dream, right? And it was this is a dream. <laughs> It's about a society. <laughs> well, it's not funny. I'm sorry, so your story is always just... No, this is a serious This is going to be a very serious dream about society. And people, basically, they didn't conduct wars with, like, weapons. They did it through suicide. You dreamt this? Yeah. Sam, what, what had you been watching? What you, you dreamt a 90s world, world. dystopian novel. Basically, <laughs> I dreamt that, like... People, they, they had, like, computer simulations, and they calculated when the hell? how many people they've killed with each attack. And then instead of, like, having soldiers die, they literally just killed people. And then... I, you so, dreamt this? Yeah. How old were you? 
Oh, it was like three years ago, maybe. So you were 13 years old. Are you sure I you didn't get this from a book? No, well, that's the thing. Because, like, last year, I watched this episode of Star Trek, and it literally happened exactly how it was in my dream. And I swear I've never seen that episode before. Okay, well, I feel like you probably had. No, or, no, no. Or you'd no, read no, about no, it no. or something. No, you must. There were, like, subtle differences, but it, it was definitely, like... It was... And I was super pissed, actually, because I, I, was, I, I was thinking I was going to adapt that into, like, a killer screenplay or book or something and sell it you to make loads can. of money. It's not no, like anything's originally... Oh, no, because God forbid anything on in, in cinema has been done before. Yeah, well, but this is, like, Reboot, a specific, remake, a specific you know... <laughs> Specific concept. Okay, so I kind of see that. So you're in a so virtual, you're in a virtual space, and then there's some kind of fighting going on in the virtual space. And whoever's the, sort the loser of that virtual fighting ends up killing themselves. It's more like a computer simulation. So like you press play, and it calculates. What well, both nations many... agree on the computer simulation yeah. and it works. And then it sort of calculates that X amount of people will be killed in a hypothetical drone strike. Okay, and then and then they work out. Oh well, and then and then they have like suicide booths, and why would they? Why would the nations? Why would the nations kill them? Their own people. Uh, Rules of war. Yeah, exactly. Alternative. Like a really messed up rules. Yeah, that was like the point. So instead of killing off soldiers, but arguably that's more humane. Randomly, people. What? It's not. Because choose to go to war. Yeah, okay, no, 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 but in the modern day war, we saw World War Two stuff like the Blitz, random innocent people were being killed by their houses, like being bombed and that kind of thing, right? Yeah. And in war, civilians lose their lives on like untold amounts of untold scales, right? Disease. Uh, yeah, the majority of deaths are war disease. Yeah, and like civilians get their houses bombed and all that kind of thing, right? And then um, I think this is a far easier way, yeah, because you have like soldiers going into these innocent people's houses raping their children and killing them and burning their houses down. Jesus, yeah. Yeah, and, and this is far more humane because you have adults just being killed um, in suicide boots with, without yeah. all that suffering. Well, I mean, the point of the episode was that it was a bad thing, but I guess there are some positives to it. I, I, okay, I personally would not like that system. I'm against war altogether, to be honest. Yeah, well, I suppose everyone is. I don't think anyone's pro-war, apart from weird imperialists. Yeah, damn imperialists. Um, I, th- I think most people are against it. Yeah, so to go back onto this idea of like automated war, um, the drone strikes, everything. I it makes you wonder like, how it will be changed. Like, have you guys seen Guardians of the Galaxy? Two? Yes. No. Okay. Well, there's a scene where they're getting chased, and it's all these spaceships, but they're all remotely, they're all remotely controlled. Like drones. Yeah. So you know, it'd be like. Um, and also, I oh, know. Sorry, I'll, I'll set the poster. But it, it, like, how do you guys think that that's going to change the way that war is conducted if it's all done remotely? So, by, like technicians. So as opposed to soldiers being trained like with great physicality and boot camps and all that kind of thing, you'll have people. Fortnite gamers are going to be the new hottest resource for 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 armies. <laughs> but it's like um, Ender's Game, isn't it? Have you guys read yeah, or seen I've Ender's read Game? It. I've You're seen it. it. Yeah, how similar is the book to the film? Um, there were quite big differences. I, I wouldn't spoil it, but I think that was pretty big. But did you like the film? Because I quite liked the yeah, film. Yeah, I liked the film. I like Harrison Ford. It's like the um, it, the emphasis that they put on like actual like strategy, things yeah. like game theory. The, the book's better. War games. Film, I would say that, but the film's still good. I mean, because you're a massive war games fan, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, do you play any ones that are realistic? Uh, yeah, I played one or two that are realistic. They they tend to sort of game down a few elements if that makes sense yeah. like you have to dumb down you, you can't have like an actual but in terms of simulation like, yeah, of yeah, war, yeah. it would just be too 
too expensive. much. Yeah. But yeah, in terms of just like where to place troops and that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. I it, it, I think it, it you know because like an game, you could have um, you could have a small team in charge of like fifty yeah, ten yeah. drones, and but but it just makes you think you know like um, how you can't really fight them, and it'll be it'll be the case of, you know, like the countries that get it first will be the only ones, well, and then you'll start seeing these cheaply produced gun drones, you know, and it'll be like. It's better that way because then it's machines dying, not humans. Unless the machines are alive. No, the thing is, what is the purpose of the machines? Is the purpose of the machines to destroy the other machines or to destroy humans and houses and oh, it'll probably factories. reach the point where it's machine. Well, that, machine. that's the sort of thing with uh, tanks and armored vehicles. You get tank, you, you get APCs to protect infantry, and then you get tanks to destroy APCs. So then you get tanks to destroy those tanks. Etc. Etc. You know, you, you get like it's like in in World War Two. You had like advancements in, uh, you know, uh, airplanes and air fighter jets. Uh, well, not jets as such in World War Two. That's the, the, the latter range of jets. But my point is, uh, the countries that got them first had them, and then they used them to you know destroy buildings and kill civilians. But then later on, it became like uh, dogfights in the air. So it was a plane versus plane. Hey, well, there were dogfights in World War One. They were just really. At the end, you had like them throwing bricks at each other. Like, it was very um, no, no, no. They installed machine guns. On it was very airplanes. basic. It was super basic, but yeah, they did exist. But yeah, um, fundamentally, so it went from like in World War Two, they, they were bombing houses and factories and that kind of thing, killing civilians, and it got to plane versus plane kind of thing. Mm. But then you still have now. Now we're seeing that progression with these fighter drones. So the drones that America have been using in places like Syria and that kind of thing. Have been stri- uh, striking factories and um, you know re- even residential areas and stuff, but then it's but then now you have like drone targeted stuff. Ju- and then we're gonna, well, well, what Tom's saying, we're going to see the the progression towards. It's not just drone versus drone. Increasements in tech. It's increase. It is increases in tech specifically within infantry as well. Like um, uh, have you seen the like the mech suits that they're developing? Oh yeah. At the moment, it's mainly for logistics, but these these like these these mechanical suits, you know, like well, basically Iron Man. Operations. Yeah, um, but it, it allows like a single person in the suit to lift like upwards of like one hundred and fifty kilograms. Yeah. Like in you know, like in, in insane amounts of, of just to like pick easily pick up a crate uh, full of ammunition, like a huge crate full of ammunition, to um. Overturn vehicles with when like a bare hands, but you know, but with on your own in the in these suits rather than needing a robot to do it for you. Speaking of crates of ammunition, have you guys seen Lord of War? No, that's a good film. The Nicholas Cage. One. Nicholas Cage, where he plays the, the gun, the gun dealer. Yeah, it, yeah, it's a good film actually. Um, the openings, look up the opening scene. I've, on I've seen the opening scene. It's like yeah. the, it's like the life of a bullet, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's a really good like the opening scene. Uh, I don't know that, that that's just iconic. It doesn't end with them. Shooting like a child. Shooting some African kid. Yeah, like a child soldier. Yeah. So you were saying, Tom? I don't just about like. Um, I think the real question uh, to ask is like the next massive revolution in warfare could could be the like the loss of infantry, and I mean we're we're suffering here from the loss of a specialist. Um, but I I think it is interesting to see it. how much of a part will infantry play. In war, in in the future, in fifty years, it, it depends. Years. Really, if it's state versus state, I reckon the the role of infantry is going to be diminished. But if it's state versus people, then you know, sort of like um, again going back to the well, the U.S. versus the insurgency groups in Iraq, Afghanistan, that kind of thing, right? 
you have the state versus these small guerrilla warfare based people, and and you need infantry to tackle those those people. Well, not really, because uh, you look at like Tiananmen Square, right? You know, the civilians can't exactly stand up to a tank. No, but that was, that was like a that wasn't you know planned. That wasn't war as such. That wasn't no, brutal attack on people, not war. No, but the point is, civilians don't have access to military technology. Exactly. Why, why would you ever put your so so when when in harm's way when you could just sit them in a tank? Safe? So 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 when civilians are fighting the state, the yeah, state the needs to use infantry. To no, they don't because they can just use tanks. Well, as we've seen with the guerrilla warfare, it d- doesn't work the same. You can't, oh, you can't, just heating up, lads. you can't um, control guerrilla warfare with just tanks. The, the, the US have been trying it for years, but mm-hmm. it's yeah, failed. The, the thing is, this the US have been trying. When you're on your home turf, historically, as it were, well, when you're not on your home when turf, it comes to guerrilla yeah, but a, a, an internal revolution is going to be on your home turf. Okay, even if it is an internal revolution on your own, on your home uh, turf, and th- there's a difference between Vietnam and the US in terms of geography, isn't there? You can't really wage a guerrilla war in the US. Okay, so I'm not even talking about internal... I'm talking about generally. A state versus any group of just people, not another state. You're going to need infantry. Because a state... uh, Because in the general groups of guerrilla fighters don't have access to these advanced technologies that the state does. So you're saying the state needs to use infantry? Yeah. Why, though? Because, as we've seen in the past, the US have tried using tanks and just drones to try and wipe out this guerrilla warfare. To be fair, they did also try and use infantry and that failed as well. It was far more effective though. Like Towards the last round when they did put boots on the ground, they were more effective. But, but, then, the, but then there's wider um, reasons as well. But why would you ever put your infantry at risk? Like, yeah, exactly. I, I no one really wants to your... put their infantry at risk, but it, I'm saying it might be necessary to try and combat these guerrilla fighters. But, the, okay, but, but the I think there are other is, things as well. The differences I between... I, I think, I don't know, this might sound a bit counterintuitive, but um, I think an army that sends out real people, real citizens out there to fight and risk their lives every day gets a lot more respect than, would get a lot more respect than robots. Respect from, well, no, well, like from the people. Everyone, from the people. Everyone hates no. a politician that unnecessarily sends out troops. Yeah, but, that's, but listen, right, like, um, well, you know, I, I can say... I'm against um, the war in Afghanistan. I, I can say that, and you know, but I would never go up to a, 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 an Afghan like a, a veteran from that war, and tell them like you did a bad thing, you, you know, to go up and like tell a veteran that you did disagree with war and to like argue with a soldier or to try and criticize a soldier. There are people that very do different. criticize soldiers. Yeah, like. there are, and you know, you have like reasons for it. But I think there's very different things, and it's like much, much easier to like go up to a technician and say you're supporting a corrupt system, you're supporting a corrupt politician, blah 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 blah. Uh, I, so I think there might be an, uh, an incentive when it's citizens, British, normal British people fighting for your rights. It's a lot easier to. It's not easy for the people to, to feel okay with the army. If it just turns into a bunch of robots, I think a lot of people are going to be like, well, hang on, how do, how can we, you know, how do we know the robots aren't going to turn around? It removes, it removes how the kind how of do you know that the government aren't going to start using the army to control their own people as well, well especially in Britain? There's a sort of element of trust you need to place in, in the government. Uh, you, you don't really expect the government to start using robots to oppress you. No, I mean, but... Just the same way you don't expect them to use... Like infantry to oppress you. Oh, the plot of we're much, we're much younger. We, you know, we're, we're a very young generation. Um, so I think we're a lot, we're a lot better at being okay with changes because we're so young. But you know, like, um, 
like my mum doesn't even really like um like I was talking to her the idea about synthetic food, you know, like man made meat and she she doesn't like the idea of that. I feel like older generations are gonna be a lot less okay with this idea of a like no. a ro- not a robot army, yeah. but you know, I, 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 saying like it removes the that. patriotic element of yeah, the army. exactly that that's exactly what and it removes like the sort of the the sensitivities that we have with the army. I all think that's these, a bad thing as well. All of these images that are, all of these images that you when you think of like war posters and things, you know, of like brave men standing in front of the British flag. Yeah. You, know, you, you can't replace that with a yeah. with a drone. But I think that's also a bad thing because people are going to be. Uh, the government's going to be less sort of likely to think twice about sending armies out if no one's going to die. Because no, every time they want to send an army out, they're like, oh, we're risking people's lives by doing this. Yeah, so but if they're throwing sol- yeah. uh, uh, robots out, they're not going to think twice and it's going to lead to un- unseen levels yeah, of destruction. Damage, yeah. To, to, it's a lot easier to say, okay, well, a city will be destroyed than it is to say, well, civilians will die. They'll just send out, yeah, not caring about the, the yeah, consequences. By the same argument, you know, the, the material worth of the drone is not going to be zero. That's but true. you can't say that a material worth no, of drone is anywhere near no, the, the worth that, of a human that, being. That's true, but I, but I, I think, think that for, for it to be replaced, it would have to become cheaper than what it costs to house and send out a... Uh, well, the soldier's yeah, yeah, quite expensive, though. Yeah, but I, d- I don't think that that's the primary concern that an organ- you know, a government has. When well, well, I'd hate to say it, but I think they do. No, How I much don't. it costs. It's like, for I example, don't. in the Afghan war, David Cameron individually wrote letters to each one of the soldiers that died. He's not going to have that same experience with uh, with robots, is he? So you're he saying really? that David Cameron yeah. isn't going to start a war because he likes writing letters to soldiers? No, like, no, no, no. I don't get your point. It's it's the it's the I'm just bringing up the issue of the debate I'm saying between the personalistic likely, side yeah. of war and more about the army than it is the war. It's a lot easier and, to and send how that would translate into That's really a thing. It's it a lot definitely is. It's you a, can't yeah, deny that a new it's politician a, that sends out that sends out soldiers into a conflict and has soldiers dying is going to get re-elected, right? Because that's why Tony Blair, people hated Tony Blair for the Iraq War, right? Because um, those soldiers died un- unnecessarily. But Churchill no one kept. No one elected. What? Wait, like, it, it, but, it but, depends on but no, the ground. Churchill didn't get re elected. He didn't get The war was over. Yeah, he, he the lost Conto- The Conservative Party lost what, by. 52? 51. But that was on a different basis. Yeah, but, but the point is. But, it's but, but no, no, it's a lot easier to send out robots than it is to send out humans because no one cares about if a robot dies or not. Yeah. People care if a human dies. Yeah, the but government. I don't think that that's going to... But what you're saying is that people would react exactly the same to a human soldier and a gun drone. And if those two things were killed and destroyed, the people would act exactly the same. That's well, just when not when a gun drone is shot that's just down, not true. no one has a parade in, in, a, in, a, in a city. That's exactly <laughs> that's what yeah, I'm saying. The, the pride, the patriotism, the nationalism, of the I, whole I idea of... that's a thing anymore. But it absolutely is. Who's really patriotic about war anymore? No one's patriotic about war. People I care did, when people I did the CCF die. for three years. Yeah, so people people still go on parades. People still do military parades. There are still veterans out there that have fought. You know, we might be looking in 200 years at like veterans just not existing. People won't look... To, do you think people will look to the technicians with the same admiration as they do towards yeah, soldiers? Yeah, I suppose we've already seen that. Like in World War... In the World Wars, we saw, you know, the, the people mending the planes still kept... Yeah, in a, but I think that's more recently people have started thinking... Let's not just focus on the soldiers. There were yeah. the people that looked out. You know the the wives that stayed home and kept the country running, kept the factories running. You know the like the the ch- literal children that that you know had to do all the housework and, and a lot of the jobs that were being done because adults were out. Um, I think that's yeah. I I just think that's an interesting um, debate to be had. You know, how will people? How how will it change? How will nationalism and patriotism? And because I think that is what, uh, that is what a big way that that countries can keep. 
Ireland, especially America, like a very military-focused country. It's it's a way in that they 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 keep people okay with war because it's it's not just like the government just nuking a country. It's sending out your your own people. Yeah. You know, like each one of these citizens believe that what they're doing is right. You know, if that many US citizens can believe that it's in, the right thing the to US, do, then it must be the right well, thing not to always. do. People in America love the army. Not always, but people it, hate that, that the is draft. But that is the draft, draft but there's not the draft at the moment. But like people in America love the army. Yeah, like you look at Vietnam. Those like, no, but you know, everyone you, hated Vietnam. Everyone hated Vietnam after Vietnam. Yeah, no, but the, the respect, that's not true. The respect, yeah, the respect for the soldiers, for the soldiers. Is, is there. That like, is undeniable. Like the, the viral the videos of soldier doesn't make wars. No, but it is one of the ways that war. Like you can't deny that. Oh, I'm, it's not like a debatable topic. Like Americans, yeah. like love that side of it. You like, can't replace brave that veteran with finally comes home and like hugs his child, yeah, yeah, and it reason, blows up on Facebook. The reason a veteran is brave is because of the horrors of war. Yeah, right. and, and yeah, but that so is one of the ways that the, the government tries to kind of like make and, and a robot okay. isn't going to experience the horrors of war yeah, in the same it, way. That, person is. I think there's no point. Yes, yeah, so discussing I, the debate. I, I don't I'm just saying the debates there, Sam. Like, okay. you, you I, I completely disagree with. Like, Sam, what the is fact your, that you're what, dis- yeah. the fact that you're disagreeing proves that there's a debate to be heard. Okay, what is your point? What Sam? What is your point? Well, I don't really get what your point is. Say again. My point is that the 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 importance placed on human lives. Isn't going to be able to be replaced by robots. Yeah, translated into robots. But what significance does it have? The fact that the, the no, no 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 don't stop the recording. Tom, Tom is <laughs> the fact. No, because we keep going on about this yeah. in a circle. The fact that it is far easier for a government to send out masses of robots than it is to send out uh, troops. So it's going to lead to unseen levels of destruction. Okay, but I disagree. Okay, I think. That war, right, it doesn't matter who's fighting the war, if it be a robot or a human, they're still killing other people, right? Yeah, but they won't be killing people if they replace it but with robots. But you're not losing your no. own. You're not losing, because people don't like the war because you lose your own people. No, but if the, the drones start killing drones. If the drones start killing drones, then who cares about war because it's like. That's exactly what we're saying! No, that's not, okay, okay, no, no, no you completely misunderstood. you're bamboozled. Okay, so we've finished the debate. I won. Um, <laughs> we did so, it off screen because it was taking up way too much time. So and they were getting embarrassed. In conclusion, we argue over nothing. Uh, but thank you for accepting that there is a, a debate to be had about it, Sam. We didn't no, have I the debate on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I never refuted the fact that there was a debate. You know, I just okay. said I disagree with okay, opinion. Right. You're right, Sam. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll leave it there. So um, thanks, thanks for listening. It got a bit heated this time, uh, but that's okay. That's what this pod's all about. We At the end of the day, I still love Sam like a brother. Um, Sam. I'm holding his hand right now. Yeah, all of that sound comfortable. <laughs> Okay, Just thanks for you all. <laughs> have a great week. Hands. Follow at the Jobless Stop Podcast on Instagram, where we're doing bits up there. Uh, have a good week. Ta-da.